Tuesday, December 19th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories and other important things going on in our community. Today, in a recent Board of Supervisors meeting, Supervisor Peggy Judd made a pivotal decision that will impact how voters choose to cast their ballots in the 2024 elections. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lolly from the Lolly Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small town dealer friendly. Come into any one of the Lolly dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lolly deal. Nobody. Now some Arizona trivia. Did you know the wave is a stunning sandstone formation in Arizona? Renowned for its vibrant, wavy patterns and challenging hike, it's part of the Perea Canyon Vermilion Cliffs Wilderness and managed by the Bureau of Land Management. Due to its fragile nature and popularity, access is limited to just 64 daily permits issued through a lottery system. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. They're doing more than treating illnesses in Benson, they're building a healthier community. Benson Hospital is now collaborating with the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona to provide diaper assistance to families in need. For more information, visit their website at bensonhospital.org. Now our feature story. In a recent Board of Supervisors meeting on December 12th, Supervisor Peggy Judd made a pivotal decision that will impact how voters choose to cast their ballots in the 2024 elections. The board, in a two-to-one vote, decided to maintain the current practice of allowing in-person voters to choose from any of the 18 vote centers across the country. This decision comes after several fellow Republicans pleaded with Supervisor Judd to limit voters to an assigned polling station based on their address. Supervisor Tom Crosby, the lone dissenter, expressed concerns about the use of machine tabulators, emphasizing that the people of Cochise County never explicitly authorized them. During the public comment section, some speakers accused Supervisor Judd of turning against her party by not supporting the use of 55 precinct polling locations, where voters can only cast their ballots at a specific location based on their residence. Proponents of precinct-based voting argue that it enhances election security and is less inconvenient than the vote center model. The use of vote centers in Cochise County began in the 2016 election cycle, citing lower operating expenses, reducing staffing demands, and improved compliance with the Americans with Disabilities Act, ADA, due to fewer locations. However, this decision isn't the only controversy surrounding Cochise County's electoral processes. At the same December 12th meeting, concerns were raised about the transparency and use of funds related to a $1 million grant awarded to the Cochise County Recorder's Office in October 2022 to develop and test anti-fraud measures for ballot paper. Recorder David Stevens, the sole applicant for the grant funded by the Arizona Legislature, spent $187,500 on 10 tons of paper, 75,000 large pre-cut pieces of paper, and a watermarking machine. These items, according to ADOA spokeswoman Megan Rose, are owned by Cochise County. Portal resident Allison Morse expressed frustration about the lack of transparency regarding the grant purchased items. ADOA recommended Cochise County decide whether to retain, sell, or destroy the equipment, but any proceeds from a sale would need to be returned to the state. Recorder Stevens confirmed that the items are currently stored at a Runbeck facility in Maricopa County, and any relocation could incur significant costs. The Board of Supervisors will need to make a decision on the fate of these items in the near future. 
Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace Stocks, Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal Paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace first. Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 9. Next, Positive Friendship provides goal-orientated animal therapy to individuals with special needs in educational, clinical, and day program settings. It develops a custom program to meet its patients' goals, such as social skills, communication, motivation, motor skills, self-regulation, and anxiety. Sydney Witte of Cronkite News has more. This is a heartwarming story. Positive Friendships is a therapy team who helps students learn, grow confidence, and improve self-esteem through their school-based program. I went to a school out in Mesa to see them in action. This team of volunteers have fluffy ears and even hooves. This is Winston, one of the therapy dogs for Positive Friendships. <laughs> is that fun, Brody? These animals also help students with different learning abilities become more social and learn functional skills. I like to pet them and feed them and play with them and sleep with them. The senior manager of a Place for Everyone Learning Center sees direct impacts of the animals on her students. It's all body language and again it teaches them how to use that body language throughout their whole lives, um, throughout day to day. It is extremely impressive how the animals are able to bring that out more so than we are as humans with our spoken language. They don't have that. Karen says parents have only seen positive responses to the animal therapy and students look forward to seeing their furry friends each month. The ones that do have the verbal um, spoken language, they are very impressed that their, their kiddos bring forth the, the fact that, oh, tomorrow's, tomorrow's pet therapy day. We have to have calm bodies. We have to have calm minds. We have to have calm mouths. The CEO of Positive Friendships realized there was a need for a program like this <laughs> after she noticed her son, who is on the autism spectrum, was more responsive when interacting with their French bulldog. And I asked him, hey, if I put Zoe in the swing with you, will you stay in the swing? And I had no idea, like, was Zoe gonna stay? Was he gonna stay? Is this gonna work? And it did. Positive Friendships has over 115 animals. That helps over 1,600 students across the valley. They have animals including pigs, snakes, and even an alpaca. And since 2014, the organization has provided free pet therapy with curriculum that stems from Tasha's experience with her son. We, we have an in-house curriculum that we use, and it's basically everything I was doing with my son, I took out of my head and put it on paper um, to, to do that. So each time we go into the schools, it's always a different animal and a different activity. The school program assists over a dozen schools across the valley, and they plan to continue helping more students and individuals each year. Positive friendships have different types of services, including a clinic-based program and an early childhood program. 
If you or your pet are interested in becoming a part of the team, go to positivefriendships.org. In the newsroom, Sydney Witte, Cronkite News. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Here at Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, the holidays are about to get ugly. Join us for our ugly sweater party taking place December 15th from 2 to 4 p.m. Amid the beauty of the season, we want to see your most garish garments. The best of the worst holiday sweaters will win prizes and will have snacks and refreshments along with all sorts of holiday fun. For more, visit prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Again, that's prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Next, an event that you should know about. This Thursday, grab kids between the ages of 5 and 12 and take them to the Sierra Vista Public Library at 4 p.m. They'll be joining a Lego club where budding astronauts, architects, and engineers can construct their dreams. Lego bricks and an instructional lesson are provided. Before we go, we'd like to take a moment to remember the life of Frank Hedger. Frank was born in Marymount, Ohio in 1949. He spent much of his later youth racing cars. This eventually led him to a drive-in diner where he met his wife, Mary. The two were married in 1968. In 1973, his job would move the couple and their toddler to Douglas. Frank worked for Standex Electronics for 38 years until his retirement in 2005. His hobbies included working in his garage, cars, racing, hunting, model airplanes, and maintaining his pool for his family to enjoy. He enjoyed going for daily drives around Cochise County, afternoon naps, sandwiches, ice cream, and watching his favorite shows. He was a self-appointed neighborhood watchman looking out for hummingbirds, stray cats, and people speeding down 9th Street. He is survived by his wife of 55 years, daughters, grandchildren, and great-grandson. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Frank's life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.